You're listening to Book Club Babes. Let's get into it. Hi. Halo. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy 2022. Happy 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 Um, (laughs) uh, I was going to talk about my reading goals. That I don't Tell have me. yet. <laughs> oh no. Okay. How did you end 2021? How 31, books 31 books. Hell yeah. What was your target? 12. <laughs> Fuck yes. You did it. You <laughs> smashed that goal. Yeah. 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 Actually, was it 20? What? I can't remember. What your goal was? Yeah. Oh, I could look. Who, but who cares? You who still cares? did a. You still. I, Yes, I I went above and beyond. Proud of you, super proud. Yeah. Oh, thanks, thanks. I didn't read fifty some odd like somebody I know though. I know, but I was also like unemployed for half the years, (laughs) so that that I had a leg up on you. I had a little bit more free time. True. (laughs) I think so. Yeah, I think so. We'll see how this year goes. I still put it in for 50. My goal is 50 this year. Oh, snap. You know, you know me, you know me and my weird idiosyncrasies that um, I have this compulsion to just be like, oh, 20, 24 books, because I feel like I can read a book for the two a week (laughs) or Or like one every two weeks. Well, two a month. Because we'll have one for the podcast Mm -hmm. and then like my own personal book. And then I'm like, okay, I know I can hit that goal, but the whole point of goals is to push yourself. So then I'm like, true. but you also like, don't want to talk about the same side read for a month. Like that's really boring. I feel like that's me the last few months though. (laughs) No, (laughs) that's okay though, but it is a little boring. (laughs) I know. Start reading faster, Shanta. Stop vaping in bed. Stop vaping. (laughs) Oh my God. I've been struggling. I haven't been vaping, but my eyes have been like, when I'm trying to read because I've been reading some good books and it's like, no, I just want to read. You got the nods. You got the nods. Get the nods. Get the nods. Yeah. Um, So yes, I read 54 books and I'm aiming for 50 this year. I would love to read that many we'll see I had an interesting conversation with my neighbors who I love they were they came over for a fire on New Year's Eve so we had a little early fire with them and then we always talk about books so we're talking about books Linda asked me for like my top five of the year which was very hard even just to think of the titles on the spot you're like I don't know I need to consult my goodreads oh anyway the Rose Code and Firekeeper's Daughter were like two that came to mind because they were both very good. But then she asked me what like the worst books that I had read. And I said that ever since I started implementing the hundred page rule, I didn't read. And, I mean, <laughs> is an exception, <laughs> but I didn't read any shitty books. You know what I mean? Like I, yeah. if I wasn't feeling it, I was like, no, not for me. And it, I did not waste my time. So all the books that I read, I at least enjoyed except mm-hmm. for the innocence I at least enjoyed a little bit <laughs> asterisk <laughs> <laughs> let's not do that again <laughs> please don't make us no do themes. it <laughs> no, no themes. themes anyway so that was kind of interesting and I was like that's mm-hmm. sweet like I love that yeah no that's and I did I I think I did that too I used the 100 page did I use it well no you did that um you did the thing where you were like I'm not feeling this book right now and then you went back to it yes 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 you didn't abandon it you just paused it I put the pause on this is true the pause which is still pretty that's big for me that is true okay tell me what you're reading right now I finished um the seven husbands of evelyn hugo great book Mm -hmm. i think i gave it four stars it's a good book would recommend um and i liked the little twist the twist 
that was a good twist. Um, was not, did not see that coming. And now I'm reading, um, the midnight midnight library by Matt. Oh, I love that book so much. Oh, I love that book. You're in, I am, I'm in speeding through it pretty quickly. So how far are you? Um, I think I'm already like a third of the way through, which is pretty fast for oh, dang. me lately. So yeah, yeah, no, that's awesome. It is a good book. I feel like you're kind of in the meat and potatoes of the concept of the book. Mm-hmm. Like she's, uh, yeah. yeah, I thought mm-hmm. that I thought a lot, like it made me think a lot about all of the paths my life could have taken. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And how, like, I'm actually pretty happy with my path. Yeah. Yes. And it's funny, though, because this, the book that we're reading, Verity, kind of has the same, not in exactly the same, but, like, has that same feel. Like, where would I be if It does I kind of have that same. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Well, when she's thought. talking about, what's his name? A- Amos? Uh, Amos. Or whatever. Could be worse. <laughs> and she's like, could be worse. I love that so much. Like that's true. That's super true. This is true. I read, I finished the Anthropocene reviewed. I think I finished that last time, maybe. I don't know. It was good. I like that book. I like John Green though. Like I think I'm a little biased just because I love him. So it's fun being in his brain. And that one was actually in his brain, like his actual thoughts. So it was cool. And then I read We Are the Brennans by Tracy Lang, I want to say. Oh, it was really good. I liked that one. I just love, like, I cried a lot in that book, which is, I I cry, but, like, it just, the way she wrote about the emotions was just, like, mwah, chef's kiss. 10 out of 10. And now I'm reading a book called, oh, it's called A History of Wild Places by Shay Earnshaw it's got a little bit of a missing person vibe it's got a little bit of a cult vibe I'm I'm in for that so far that sounds something that would be up my alley too Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so I'll report back and let you know so far I like it I'm continuing on yeah nice nice let's just welcome we have we have three new babes in the Facebook group so I'm just gonna say hi yeah to Stephanie, Leanne, and Shailene. I hope I'm saying that right. Hello. Welcome. <laughs> Hello welcome. and welcome. Enjoy the shit show. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the shit show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 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 Our hot mess oh, of no, a podcast. <laughs> welcome we're so happy you're here say hello or else don't disappoint you (laughs) (laughs) or else no there's no consequence consequence. (laughs) (laughs) oh my god okay so we are gonna have a little pause right now Mm -hmm. a little break Mm -hmm. to introduce you to some new friends um they're called that pretentious book club yeah so we just wanted oh, to share their, their trailer. trailer yeah we just want to share their trailer okay here you go <laughs> here you go hi there howdy i'm asha work i'm kendall shaw and we want to tell you about our podcast that, that pretentious book club once a week we release a new episode about a book of our choosing old new beloved and hated some of the books that we've done so far are pride and prejudice raven boys clockwork angel jane eyre and more blacksmiths obviously that's cool i'm talking about blacksmith do it's stability (laughs) (laughs) one time when i was in new mexico with some friends we were at billy's grave and sabrina literally said sorry your boyfriend's dead (laughs) the tension in this room is off the charts right now (laughs) that was really really hard and honestly i'm really proud of myself i feel like i did my best (laughs) Come be my wife. It won't be that bad. It'll be a little bad. It'll be all right. We can do Taco Tuesday. (laughs) You can find us wherever you listen to podcasts by searching for That Pretentious Book Club. And follow us on Instagram, too. So come visit the club. And until then, keep your teacups full, your pinkies high, and your book club pretentious. And we're back. (laughs) 
we're back. You know what is funny about those ladies is that remember when we started listening to them, we were like, oh, is I this know. another timeline? They sounded like exactly like us. It was so yes. weird. It threw us like for their a trip. voices. Yes. Their voices sounded like us. And one of the girls is a redhead and the other girl has dark hair. It's like the alternate timeline. I know. It's <laughs> but the same timeline. <laughs> it was. It was fun. But they read like um they read more books than us. Mm-hmm. And they talk about smart stuff like Shakespeare and whatever. So if you're yeah. looking for something that's a little like um more highbrow. <laughs> check them out (laughs) instead of just two girls trying to struggle their way through life and books (laughs) and books that's exactly what we are (laughs) oh my god anyway oh Oh, should we start talking about verity we should okay all right this week we're reading chapters one two six and i think we're in we're in for an emotional roller coaster of a ride Oh my God. Yeah. What was that review that I sent to you? I want to read something about like, yeah, that was funny. That was funny. You should just get out the Ouija board. One of the reviews. (laughs) Yeah. One of the reviews. This is just part of it. It was why read Verity when you can just pull out an Ouija board and summon a demon. I'm sure it'll have the same effect. (laughs) So cool. 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 Okay. Well, okay. To start us off um she's in manhattan the main character of the book and Mm -hmm. she's crossing at a crosswalk and the guy in front of her is like mama had a baby and his head popped off Yes, though no, actually. <laughs> so the man in front of her, so- oh the man in front of her at the crosswalk, he got hit by a car and his head gets crushed and his head and guts, well, head guts, brains, ends up all over her. <laughs> head guts, head guts, yep. brains. Yeah, cool. Um, cool, cool and. Cool. So she's kind of like internally freaking out, I guess. Like, but like at the same time, she's like calm. It's weird. Is she in shock? I don't know. But like, she's recognizing that like some people don't even look up from their phones. Like people are just continuing about their day. And this guy's like head is run over by a truck (laughs) anyway. So she's kind of just like standing there, like what the fuck? And, um, we find out that. Um, she is from originally from Virginia and that she had moved mm-hmm. to uh, Manhattan 10 years ago. Um, and she's saying like people like her, whatever that means, um, are meant to be here in Manhattan where they can be invisible. Um, mm-hmm. and that she's feels like her life is irrelevant and she kind of just like blends into the hustle and bustle of the city. Um, right. Which is what she wants. <clears throat> yes. Mm-hmm. And so she is trying to be that like hardened New Yorker, but she's like mm-hmm. standing there covered in blood and she's can't become that quote unquote New Yorker that she wants to be. Um, cause she's feeling like everything right now. She's just like mm-hmm. witnessed this horrific event. Um, but then this man offers her help asking her, are you okay? Cause she's obviously covered mm-hmm. in blood and she's like, oh my God, she feels like starting to feel like blood on her face. And like mm-hmm. this man, they see that she's actually not injured at all physically. Um, so he offers to like help her says like, let's go to like this coffee shop and get you cleaned up mm-hmm. and everything like that. And then he's helping her clean her up clean up and the smell of blood reminds her of when she's 10 and I'm like mm-hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. there's hmm. a couple little references to 10 year olds yes main character yes yes um so he's like are you sh- in shock or are you calm and 
Um, she's like IDK. <laughs> I just don't know. I just don't know. Um, and she's like, how are you? Like he said, um, how are you okay? Or whatever. And he's just like, I've seen worse. And I'm like, mm-hmm. sorry, what? You just saw a guy's yeah. head got <laughs> popped off. Yeah. Well then that's when she's like, maybe he's a doctor. Like, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Of, how could you see where? Yeah logical reasoning oh yeah you know maybe he's a trauma doctor or something but turns out he used to be in real estate hmm anyways um she can tell like by his (laughs) same thing right it's the same thing doctor real estate agent (laughs) um sure yeah she can tell like by his demeanor that he just wants to like hide as well um, mm-hmm. and then she finally introduces herself and we find out that the main character's name is Lowen and mm-hmm. the man that is helping her is named Jeremy. Um, mm-hmm. she's like very curious cat and she's like wondering, like, what have you seen? That's worse than fucking somebody's head getting smushed by a fucking tire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, honestly, um, and he's just, so she straight up asks, And he's just like, well, I had to pull my eight-year-old daughter out of the lake five months ago. Her body. Yeah. Her body. Yeah. And yeah, that's worse. That's probably worse. Yeah. That would do it. That would do it. And then she offers up that her mother died last week and that she had been caring for her. And this is the, this is the first day that she's been out of her apartment in weeks. (laughs) So like, welcome back to the world. Yeah, honestly. And yeah. So then he's like, okay, got to go by. <laughs> and she's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I got to go to a meeting. And so she heads over to her meeting and she has like 15 minutes before it. And she, we find out that she's meeting Corey at Pantom Press. and um. So I'm assuming that she's an author. The synopsis kind of gives that away. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. um, so and then we kind of end off the end of that chapter with that. She's still wishing that she had kept some morphine um, and she hadn't Mm -hmm. thought to hide it when they came to, like, take her mother's palliative items back. So does she have some drug abuse issues? Yeah something's going on there that's for sure yeah so then we kind of like go back in time a little bit like to preempt this whole meeting between Lauren and mm-hmm. what is her name Lowen. 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 is there an r there's no r sometimes I have an r in there so Lowen. Lowen. <laughs> I have to say I have to point this out because this is actually something that drives me nuts I fucking hate when authors give all the characters weird fucking names and everybody except for Jeremy and Corey have weird fucking names. I just hate it. It's not for me. Like it's not normal. Do you know what I mean? Like don't just because you can name your characters fucked up shit. Don't (laughs) not all of them anyway. Come on. Yeah. Just Bobby and Sue. Like, come on. (laughs) What relevance does it have? I'm all for, I'm all for, like original names but not when they're all I just I just it makes me go like oh yeah (laughs) but that's just me anyway so Lowen she also kind of found herself attracted to Jeremy but she saw Mm -hmm. that he had a wedding ring so it was kind Mm -hmm. of like fleeting and it was also like a really weird meetup like not ever gonna see this man again and he gave her his shirt so she's wearing Mm -hmm. a man's shirt that's Mm -hmm. two sizes too big for her to an important meeting so back Mm -hmm. in time Corey is Lowen's um literary agent she's an author like Chantel said they had like a little weird relationship they were having sex but they've since stopped which is fine I guess um he texts her and he asks her to meet him tomorrow because he thinks they may have an author we also find out that Lowen has an aversion to other humans which I was like yeah, same. <laughs> I get that. <laughs> um, but she thinks it might have to do with her sleepwalking episodes, question mark. 
and her mm-hmm. mother being afraid of what she might do question mark <laughs> um so now back to this after the horrific incident she's waiting at the publishing house in this shirt that's too big for her and someone comes up behind her and says nice shirt and it turns out to be jeremy and she's kind of like why what is he doing here like this is weird and we find out that they're going to the same meeting cool (laughs) kind of new like i don't know i liked it yeah i think just because of the like reading the synopsis it was like i knew it was coming you know but anyway Mm -hmm. still kind of cool um so Corey's there he told her to come early because she's always late blah 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 he asks about her mother and she tells him that she died and it's very awkward and she essentially it seems like she does a lot of like almost people pleasing or um like vulnerability hiding where she just tells Mm -hmm. people what they want to hear instead of like yeah what's actually on her mind which is whatever a lot of people do Mm -hmm. that but uh she says she's okay and hides the fact that she's actually kind of relieved. Um, she also says that her mother only brought guilt into her life. So mm-hmm. it sounds like she had a bit of a convoluted relationship with her mom. Yeah. Yeah. Um, her mother also, this is a dick move. Her mom promised that she'd have money in the bank when she died, but she literally did not. Like, that's yeah. so fucking rude. Because yeah. Lauren's like, I would have taken care of her regardless, but yeah. why lie to me? Yeah, mm-hmm. like she hadn't, she couldn't have prepared for that. And like her mom kind of forced or like maybe guilted her into getting this apartment that was way out of her means in that yeah um, promise as well, like bedrooms. saying like, yes, mm-hmm. yeah. And she wanted her own space with her own things. Anyways, yeah, that's fucked. <laughs> yeah, which is fine, but also like, that's mm-hmm. so rude. Like, rude. I, yeah. anyway, mm-hmm. anyway, anyway. <laughs> I feel like that's probably its whole its own yeah. whole thing mm-hmm. um so speaking of money Corey is hoping that the deal comes through um because he gets paid too and mm-hmm. he says that they've been very secretive and they have to sign an NDA which whenever an NDA comes out it's kind of exciting mm-hmm. you're like okay I'm um, interested yeah okay I, I like stuff that I can't talk about mm-hmm. but I can know about um then we kind of find out that Corey fell in love with her with Lowen's main character from her novel and assumed that she would be the same and she wasn't so it's that whole concept of like falling in love with the author based on the characters Mm -hmm. and learning that they're very different yes yeah so the publisher comes in and explains that one of the author's that they represent is unable to fulfill her writing contract and they essentially mm-hmm. essentially want the the idea that I got at first was that they wanted a ghostwriter but they do not want a ghostwriter they want someone who can co-author the remaining books in this series yes um and they find out that the author's name is Verity Crawford mm-hmm. so the book's namesake yeah um see that's fine I would be fine with one weird name like one weird name Mm-hmm. Verity, that works for me. Yeah. All of her kids are named weird. Ugh, anyway. Yes. So then they they what they need from this co-writer is someone who can attend the book tours and the press releases. And this is like not up Lowen's alley. And so she's just like, uh, no, I'm thanks, definitely mate. not gonna do this. Yeah. Yeah. And they present the offer. They offer her $75,000 per books, and there are three books remaining. And Lowen is like, nah, no, thank you. Mm-hmm. And she stands to leave. So she's like, yeah, trying to refuse the offer. They stand to leave. She's like worried that she's going to be like too nervous to write the book because of the pressure of this popular author, Verity. Um, Like the series is very um, like uh, anticipated and highly like touted. Um, Mm -hmm. And um, these deadlines are kind of like intense. The first book needs to be submitted within six months and then ideally all three need to be finished in 24 months. Corey asks for a minute with Lowen and then Jeremy just stays. So everybody leaves except Jeremy (laughs) and Jeremy just stays and stares at her (laughs) and he wants a word alone (laughs) with Lowen. So Corey's like, oh, what the fuck is up with this guy? And he, Lowen's like, it's fine, whatever. 
Um, mm-hmm. cause he doesn't know that they know each no, other. Exactly. Um, and she has like so many of her own questions at this point, she finds out that Verity was in a car accident and hasn't recovered. Um, but she's still like, mm-hmm. yeah, no, not interested. He goes on to like, kind of praise her writing, um, that open ended, which is the name of her debut novel is one of Verity's favorite books. And, mm-hmm. um, she had like, um, Verity had been like complimenting her saying that they had similar writing styles and that she was going to be the next big thing. So mm-hmm. even still, she's like, thanks, but um, I'm not interested <laughs> again. She still well, she's to- like, I don't want the fame no, and yeah, to do the yeah. press. Cut. She's like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. yeah. So then he's just like, okay, this is what you're going to do. He's not taking no for an answer. He kind of like tells her a little bit about himself. Um, and he's just like, we're what we call or Verity is what we call chronics. And mm-hmm. it's just like one terrible thing happens after another. Mm-hmm. Um, like the fact that both of his twin daughters are dead. Um, mm-hmm. that and Chast- died separately. Yeah, died in separate accidents. Chastin, Chastine um, died like six months before Harper. And then this car accident happened that Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. injured Verity severely enough that she can't finish her writing. Um, Mm -hmm. And then he's like, okay, this is what you're going to (laughs) do. Because she's still not on board. Um, You're going to ask for a half a million dollars, no press. (laughs) And you can write under a pen name, like you don't have to give your real name. Um, Mm -hmm. And also we live in Vermont. You need to come and like, look through her office. Okay. See you soon. Bye. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) And she's just like, all right. Okay. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Okay. Cause he's just like sweetening the pot, like make tailoring Mm -hmm. the deal for her. Right. Mm -hmm. So then we find out that in low Lowen's early 20s again the Amos that we talked about mm-hmm. and he was her boyfriend and he liked to be choked and they broke up because she refused mm-hmm. um and she often thinks like how shitty her life would be if she had stayed with him so I like that silver lining um Corey comes back to her apartment after the meeting sort of to like celebrate I guess and there's an eviction notice on the door it's the third one that she's had so she obviously has to get out and he sees it but doesn't say anything um she's decided that she's gonna go and she's going to Verity's in a few days anyway so it doesn't really matter that her apartment Mm -hmm. is she's being evicted and Corey is pretending that he's concerned for her because of all the tragedy like concerned of going to Verity's because of everything that's happened and Mm -hmm. she thinks it's just jealousy because she knows he thought he was going to get laid, but Lowen asked about his girlfriend immediately. So obviously they're not going to do it. And then mm-hmm. she thinks that their relationship, he leaves and she decides that their relationship is finally how it should be, which is just agent and author. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I was thinking, like, I don't think she does explain why um, she didn't like leave him as an agent. Um, but I think, still think that that's strange that she stayed under his I know. like age but like, she, I don't know. she doesn't seem like super confident so she probably no. was just like it was comfortable and it was mm-hmm. already there and so she's kind of like well fuck it. exactly yeah <laughs> so she's driving to Vermont and apparently she's on team audiobook but like whatever Yes. Yes. Well, she's driving. <laughs> yes. So she's re- oh, I'm listening. Also listening to an audiobook right now. I forgot to mention. I'm also listening to an audiobook. What audiobook are you listening to? It's called The Guest List, and they're British, oh, yeah. so they're British accents. Kind of cool. Oh, cheerio. Oh, yes. The jetty. Anyway, we find out that Lowen is not listening to the guest list, but she's listening to the first book in Verity's series. <laughs> um, As she should. <laughs> yes. And this makes her like 
even more nervous. She's like feeling a lot of regret uh, in signing the contract that um, her and Jeremy discussed. Like, so he signed back and was like, yeah, cool. Here's a half a million dollars. Yeah. She's just, cause she is just feeling, I guess, inferior to Verity at this point. She's like, ah, there's no way I can like live up to this. There's already six novels in this series. Um, Mm -hmm. They're all written from the villain's perspective she's like going over kind of like how she does her writing process in her head. She's like, never really like, she's like one, write, start writing and not like what I'm writing Two, keep writing. Still don't love it. Three hate everything I have ever done. And I'm like, same. I understand. (laughs) 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 Just keep going. It's fine. Just I feel like that's a lot of people's creative process. Like, yeah, well, yes, it is what it is. (laughs) Um, so, um, she's also, um, at this point, like what's going on, like, how is she so injured that she can't like write or like finish Mm -hmm. these, these last novels. She's just really like curious, um, Kathy let's call her curious Kathy. I mean like as she should I would, be though I mean yeah because you're like why can't she even like because I yeah. think she kind of even played around in her mind like maybe she's so grief stricken that she yes. just can't do yeah. it like she's like exactly. what is the extent of what's happening mm-hmm. yeah Ooh. so she Ooh. shows up they sh- she shows up at Verity and Jeremy's mansion and essentially they live in a haunted house <laughs> And they have a creepy asshole son (laughs) because he just like (laughs) pops up at her window and like doesn't say anything. And she's like, Holy fuck, who the fuck are you? And um, he just like walks away. Shuts the door on her. (laughs) Yeah. And just like shuts the door. And she has to text Jeremy being like, "Um, I'm here. But Um, also, he's five. Yeah, like he's yeah. he's young. Five isn't old at all. Yes, yes, true. And she does end up like, feeling I'm surprised bad he's that walking around on his own. Yeah, yeah. She does end up feeling bad that she called him an asshole. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, we find out that the five-year-old creepy um, asshole son is actually named Crew. Another weird name. <laughs> um, See, yeah, and he cons her into getting a pop while Jeremy is not in the room. Cause he's like pretending he can't open up this pop. And he's like, Jeremy comes back in and is like, Hey, no, he's smarter than both of them. Both of us combined. Like you got to be careful about him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then he starts showing her around the, the house. Um, she notices that there's bite marks on the headboard, which we find out a little later what that actually is I was just Mm -hmm. like weird okay um Mm -hmm. and because she's sleeping in her bedroom is the master bedroom yes because he's moved everybody upstairs upstairs yes exactly yeah um she finds out that there's probably no locks on the door and this kind of freaks her out because she hasn't slept in a room a bedroom without a lock on the door since she was 10 so there's that 10 Mm. again Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, he's showing her around and then he shows, her, um, wants to show or introduce her to Verity and shows her, they go into her room and she's kind of just, she's there, but her like eyes and expression are vacant. They also decide on her pen name, which is going to be Laura Chase based on her <laughs> pet, the childhood street, whatever. Um, what would your pen he, name be? She... <laughs> Fernwood Rusty, <laughs> Rusty Fernwood. <laughs> What's yours? Well, <laughs> Wellington Kitty, <laughs> <laughs> or Kitty Wellington, Welling- <laughs> Kitty Wellington, or Wellington Frisky, because that was her pet name. <laughs> well, <laughs> whoa, <laughs> hey Rusty Fernwood and um frisky wellington in the house hey she also meets the nurse april who seems suspect of of uh, mm-hmm. lowen which is interesting mm-hmm. 
And she's like, you're, you're younger than I thought. Yeah. I think she knows something. Yeah. Yeah. So then Jeremy takes her to Verity's office. It seems beautiful and massive and everything you would want in a writing office. And it's also full and chaotic though. There's stuff everywhere. And she's like, and Jeremy's like, yeah, I think this is going to take you at least a couple days. And so she starts going through stuff. He like pieces out or whatever. And then she starts going through stuff. She's looking for a book outline. Like she's hoping that there's something like that there. Um, and then she finds something that is entitled, so be it. And she's like, what is this? And it turns out to be an autobiography <laughs> mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it is fucking spicy. I'm not going to go over all the details because I think then we'd turn into like, um, the pornog- pornography club babes, which like <laughs> is not, not interested. <laughs> I did not sign up for this club. <laughs> It's got like there's like a lot of like Fifty Shades vibes almost though like it was I was there is a lot I was like is this a smut book <laughs> there there was a lot happening it's um, a lot so <laughs> I'll just go over the, that first chapter of it briefly um, I just wanted to like reading it oh, oh yeah sec. I just wanted to like yeah. make a note that she is giving a little bit more insight to the books that are already written um that the characters are like there's something dark about Verity already like her characters are very like dark and fucked up right so like I don't know if that's like setting a a scene for like more creepiness that's all I just wanted to say so foreshadowing yeah Yeah. foreshadowing there needs to be some creepiness among all the pornography so (laughs) How to balance it out. At least, at least no one's masturbating into a fire. Like that's good. <laughs> right though. All right. True. Not yet. So at least. She starts reading. No, <laughs> she starts reading. Um, the biography start or the autobiography starts with a warning that it's not going to leave the writer liking the author at the end. It's not that kind of a, it's kind of like a tell all with all the truth. It's not like the fancy sugarcoating version. Um, and Verity goes on to explain how the first night she met Jeremy was at a charity event. Um, and she was wearing this quote, fuckable red dress that she stole from Macy's. Um, she thinks that Jeremy is wealthy they end up meeting there's that whole weird thing with the bartender which I did not like I was like don't tell me what to drink it was weird but whatever um then Jeremy leads her to a limo and it turns out to not be his and they sort of both confess to each other that like neither of them are wealthy and they're both just kind of at this party for fun um a lot happens a lot of sexy stuff it is what it is they end up going back to his house and then they end up spending the next three days together and they're in love or whatever. And that chapter closed out with a quote that was, I was his sole reason for living until he discovered the one thing that meant more to him than I did. Dot, 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 dot. Ominous. Dot, dot, dot. Ominous ending. Ominous ending. Ominous. Ominous. So then... Because the girl's got a snoop, she can't stop thinking about the manuscript. But like also same, I would have snooped <laughs> for sure. So yeah. well, I mean, that's out. her job. Like that's I what guess. she's being paid to do. She is be- being paid to snoop through a half a million dollars to snoop through this woman's office. <laughs> um, so yeah. she can't stop thinking about the manuscript. And she's like, maybe it's not um like maybe it's fictionalized like she's like some parts are true and she's like kind of like sensationalizing it and Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. so he like she goes to go get some food because she's like a night owl she's hungry because she's like spent like so long reading this stuff and like some of the books and whatever and um it's like 11 o'clock at night and she goes out and she's like nobody's here she hears like a bed creaking and she thinks that like he's doing it with his like vacant wife, but she's <laughs> not, <laughs> he's not, he like comes out of the shadows and creeps her out some more. Yeah. She's like, I read, 
I read an article about this. I am going to have to tell someone. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And so it turns out he's not doing that. He's just lurking in the shadows. And like, are you hungry? Classic. They go, he's like, I've got leftover pizza. She's like, okay, great. Even though she hates pizza. Other, anyways, whatever. <laughs> um, so then she's just like, because she's so curious, she's like, okay, I got to ask how they met. And he pretty much verbatim tells her the story that she just read. So she's like. Fact checking. Fact checking. It's fact checked. Mm-hmm. Um. He also mm-hmm, explains mm-hmm. to her that um, fame, the fame that Verity has is hard for him. So he's kind of like um, in the shadow, stays with the kids. It's not his deal. He's introverted like Lowen is. Mm-hmm. But Verity enjoys mm-hmm. the fame. Um, but she's still not 100% convinced on everything that's going on. And I think that it's probably just because, well, she does say that, like, she's a suspense author, author so, like, it's in her nature to kind of be cynical and, like, yeah. anyways, but she, yeah, yeah. So she's like, okay, I'm going to bed. And she's like, I got to take this manuscript to bed with me. <laughs> Like, wink 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 chapter <laughs> yeah oh yikes. Yikes. Uh, yikes um so yeah anyway she's got to know she's got to know what's going on so but she's like i gotta know what i gotta gotta get in her mind frame sure sure i, I just want to know the steamy d and i'm also falling in love with her husband so yeah. i just want to so, know yeah yeah another thing that i was thinking of too is that we're finding out also that verity is like um I don't want to say a bad person, but she's like kind of selfish and uh, I don't really know how to explain it yet, but we're finding mm-hmm. out that she's kind of, like you said, she's got a darker side to her. Like yeah, we know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so then she's reading the next chapter in So Be It. And we find out that Jeremy asks uh, Verity to move in with her. She tells him that she, like, she already broke. He says, broke, break your lease and move in with me. And she says she can't because she already broke her lease two months ago. They're in the middle of having sex. And he seems upset about this. And then they carry on. And that's when she ends up biting the headboard. Know where they came from now. (laughs) This is the bite mark. Um. Jeremy ends up going to LA and this is when Verity writes her first book. And Mm -hmm. so she, she kind of based it on the idea that I do understand that concept of like loving somebody so much, but wanting to pretend that you don't so that they don't know how much you need them. Mm -hmm. It Mm -hmm. does. Mm -hmm. It's all very codependent. So she ends up writing and creating a fictional Jeremy in an attempt to keep that obsession at bay. Um, and when he comes back, he reads her manuscript and he absolutely loves it. And then they do it again. And he asks her to marry him. Um, and then Verity writes that the night that they became engaged is also the night that they conceived. So that's interesting. And now Verity is also warning that there is darkness ahead. Quote. Yeah. Yikes. 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 Um, Take it away. Lowen still hasn't found any notes and (laughs) on what she's supposed to be doing. Yes. So she's like, shit, the window and the office looks out onto like the deck and like their beautiful view. Um, So she's Mm -hmm. kind of like daydreaming, wondering, like she's staring out the office window and Verity's out there in a wheelchair and she's very still vacant and like slumped over doesn't really seem to have like any faculties about her and then the mm-hmm. nurse gets up and goes inside for a minute and mm-hmm. this leaves um Lowen wondering if it would have been better if Verity died in the accident because she seems to be so like lifeless and doesn't seem to like, I would have anything that yeah it I wouldn't seems want like any my loved ones having to take care of me like mm-hmm. that's not for me yeah so she does feel like guilty about having this thought. Um, so then she kind of like snaps out of it. And when she does, Verity's staring like right at her 
And she's like, oh, fuck. And she's creeped out by that. Yes. She's creeped out. She's like, how did she, how did she do that? She wasn't like able to like, look at my direction. She hadn't looked at my direction any of the time. Like I've seen her at all. Right. I'm wondering the same thing. (laughs) I want to know too. So then she's like, something's going on. Yeah. So she like steps away from the window and like kind of hides and her eyes don't follow her. So she's kind of like, oh, well, like brushes it off. And then she ends up getting a phone call at the same time. Um, But she's like, was on her way out of the office because of this little scare. And she finds out that she's not actually approved for the apartment that she was um, hoping to get in New York. Mm. And of course, Jeremy hears the whole conversation and tells her Mm -hmm. that he can stay here and like you know there's so much stuff for you to be going through I'd hate for you to like get back to New York and realize that you need something else anyways and Mm -hmm. like you're not Mm -hmm. bothering us and la Mm -hmm. la la Mm -hmm. (laughs) and (laughs) how thoughtful how thoughtful of him um and he's just like just say all right or whatever of course he does she says their new little thing Mm -hmm. yes so he's she's like okay all right whatever and now she's like fantasizing about jeremy a lot she's like falling in love with him essentially or like in lust Mm -hmm. i guess maybe um Mm -hmm. yeah so he's like you got to come out here and see like the sun uh sunset over the mountains or whatever it's beautiful and he she's like okay so she brings out she thinks that her time since she can't find any of the notes her time's better spent rent reading the previous books to get a grasp on the characters so she's out there which is 100% what I would have done first yeah. Yeah. that just yeah. seems like like Duh, the first obviously. thing you should do is read yeah. the books that you're maybe writing. maybe yeah <laughs> I don't know though I'm not an author I don't know no 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 um so <laughs> <laughs> um she's fantasizing while him and like crew are doing yard work he has his shirt off shit like that and then crew starts waving and she thinks it's at her but he she quickly realizes that it's actually to the window where verity is and so she goes to the the wall (laughs) and so down my balls (laughs) to verities in the window (laughs) okay she's like that can't be right like she thinks she sees a curtain move she's like freaked out like she's never seen her even like move a muscle like anyway she's convinced herself she's seeing things Mm -hmm. and she has to go check it out for herself she goes up there and the nurse had said like hey i'm leaving all she needs is her night medication the tv's on whatever so she goes up there and the fans mm-hmm. on, which she thinks is weird and the TV's off and she kind of like freaks herself out. She's Verity is just sleeping in bed though. But yeah, she's like, I've got to get out of here and mm-hmm. go read more of this fucking book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she thinks that the fan was moving the curtain. Like it's, yes. it's like that weird thing where you're like rationalizing things because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. your intuition is saying one thing, but you're like, that's fucking crazy. So yeah. I need to, the the last line is that she needs to chill the fuck out. (laughs) She needs to chill out and read more of this manuscript. So I wonder, I don't know. What do you think is up with Verity? Do you think she's faking it? (laughs) Like, what's the point of faking it? I think that, yeah, I I think she's really fucked up. I think that she's like a very twisted person. Like, I think that she is. I feel the same. And I think she had a hand in like her daughter's death, Mm -hmm. I would suspect. But like, what is she doing right now? Like, what is the point of what she's doing? I, oh, I don't know. I, hmm. what do you think? Tell me. I'm wondering if she's just like, because she's like in the so be it and autobiography parts she's like very obsessive and she even I think she says like she's addicted to Jeremy and I wonder if like Mm -hmm. she kind of just goes crazy quote-unquote um over like when he's not because he he, she even says like until I find out like he loves something more than me or whatever 
or whatever mm-hmm. that line mm-hmm. was. I'm wondering mm-hmm. like, if there's changes in their relationship, like their children dying. She goes like his emotions like are changing because he's detached through. now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He's grieving. She, yeah. He's detached and she's like, what about me or whatever? Like you think she's just pretending so that he pay, like pays attention to her. I'm wondering if like, she's just like a, like a very bad, like psychopath or sociopath. And like, she just wants him to like, I don't know. Like, it, he, I don't know. Yeah. I think she's Yikes. just like, I, I think don't know. she's like full on homicidal psycho. I think that's what she is. Yeah. All right. Do you think that, cause obviously Lowen's going to fall in love with Jeremy obviously. and I wonder if Verity's going to like wake up and be like, fuck you, bitch. But also like, you'd think that Verity would know that if, if she's conscious and faking this whole thing, she would know that someone would find that autobiography. Like why else would she write it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. True. She planted it. I don't know. I don't know what the, what do you think? What do you think? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I need to keep reading. I don't have any, I don't know. That's why I was asking you. Cause I'm like, I don't, I really don't know. I love a good speculation. I just think she's like a homicidal psychopath. I'm here for it. I'm totally here for it. Nice. So I guess we'll find out. Yeah. And summer's book club, um, called turning pages book club. Yes. they're reading Verity too yeah that's so exciting Mm -hmm. so we're all reading it together yeah we are and we're going to compare our notes and what does Summer think does she think she's also a Mm -hmm. homicidal psychopathic sociopath yeah weirdo yeah weirdo so hit us up in the Facebook group and let us know what your theory is Cause there's no wrong answers here. Anything could happen. It's a book. It's a book. <laughs> Not real life. Not real life. It's only a book. It's only a book. All right. Crazy. Okay. So well, next week we'll read, um, so be it chapter, uh, to chapter 12. Perfect. Yeah. We'll okay. see you then. See ya then. Okay. Bye. Um, okay. Bye. Bye. Give it. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Please join us over at the Book Club Babes Facebook group for book discussions and to make your book recommendations or on Instagram at bookclubbabes.pod. If you'd like to reach out to us directly, you can email us at bookclubbabes.pod at gmail.com or contact us on our website at bookclubbabes.ca. If you love the Book Club Babes podcast, please tell a friend about us. And until next time, bye! bye.